Beats Studio Buds. Black, white, and red. Active noise cancellation and transparency mode. Small, medium, and large tips. Physical buttons. Clicky physical buttons. Full-on native iOS and and Android support. Eight hours of battery in the Buds. 16 more in the USB-C charge case. No lightning. No head tracking. No stems. No inductive charging. But 149. Let's do this. Sponsored by Ting. So typical Apple-inspired, easy-to-open packaging. We've got a bunch of paperwork showing both the controls and the ear positioning. Try Apple Music for free. Initial pairing on Android, the Beat sticker, and then you have your USB-C fast fuel five minutes for up to one hour. And then we have the other tips here, the small and large tips. Pluck and file the rest for floss. Now here we have the actual Beats case, a little bit bigger than an AirPods Pro case. And in here we have the buds. It's all custom designed. This one's special is that we use a two-piece diaphragm. So these, of course, are Beats, but they are not your parents' Beats. They're not those based at the expense of everything else Beats. You are getting, you know, what, what Apple's version of Beats considers to be the best playback experience possible. And that includes doing all the kind of work to deliver what they believe is first scientifically accurate sound, but then tuned by human beings. What I don't know is if Apple and Beats use different humans for this, but they do seem to have slightly different sounds. And so if you're not a fan of the typical AirPod style sound, you might be of Beats or vice versa. And in terms of sound quality, you know, I don't self-identify as an audiophile. And I clearly value convenience as much as I do quality, or I'd be plugging wired into a DAC and carrying it all around in a backpack behind me. But they sound crisp and clean, even at higher volume levels, and as good as almost any wireless headset I've ever used, with the exception of probably the AirPods Pro and certainly the AirPods Max. And all of that is super easy to play and pause just by pressing once on the really clicky button on the side of each uh, studio bud, and you can use them whichever hand you prefer. They do the exact same thing. We spend countless hours and iterations making sure we have the right product fit and user experience with it. I really, really, really like these. First of all, they don't have the stem the way that the AirPods, you know, the long stem of the OG AirPods and the shorter, uh, more angled stem of the AirPods Pro. And you know, I'll talk about in a minute why that's not always a great thing. But just in terms of the aesthetic, if you don't like the look of that little white uh, you know, drop coming down the sides of your ears. These are, while not completely incognito, like these aren't really the earbud that you'd wear if you're an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. or anything. They have a much less obvious look than the AirPods, especially in this color black that I'm wearing. If you get the white one or the Beats Red version, obviously those are a little bit more flashy. The silicone ear tips for Studio Buds are an all-new design, and we redesigned our small, medium, and large to capture the largest user base possible. These are, bar none, the best-fitting earbuds I have ever worn. I can't keep the original AirPods in my ears. The left one, okay. The right one, not so much. I have these Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Judo mangled ears. And then the AirPods Pro were even better than that because they had these adjustable tips. These though, these just go in and stay in. I have not had any problem with these. I've done all sorts of, you know, crazy movements, fitness plus, um, just generally walking around, eating, talking a lot, a lot, a lot. And they have stayed in, completely in. And that to me is huge because with standard headphones, it was just annoying. You know, they would fall down and they would dangle from the cords. But 
With AirPods specifically, I would only ever use the left one when I was out because if I used the right one, it would fall out and it would fall out into the snow or bounce across the asphalt, barely missing sewer grate every time, giving me a cardiac event every time. So Dr. Mike has to yell clear with his favorite defibrillators. This to me is such an important feature that I don't care about a lot of the drawbacks. I'm going to be wearing these a lot just because they actually stay in. Active noise cancellation is you want to cancel out everything else in your surrounding and your environment. Now, like the AirPods Pro, unlike the AirPods 2 and original AirPods, these have active noise cancellation. And it's very similar to Apple's implementation where they just use anti-noise, anti-sound to cancel out any of the ambient noise that might be around you at any given time. Transparency is you're bringing all that into the headphones. Which uses the active noise canceling technology to not cancel the noise, but actually to enhance it. So where normal earbuds would block out the ambient sound around you, the traffic, the conversation, all of that, this actually makes it better. It gives you, well, not Kryptonian style hearing, but quasi super hearing so that you don't get run over or you don't miss somebody shouting your name. And I find that extremely useful when I'm out and about or just around other humans that I don't expressly want to block out. And then the third option is nothing, where it just turns off the system completely. And then it really is like wearing traditional uh, earbuds. And those you can just toggle between easily by pressing and holding, doing like a long press, again, on either of the studio buds. Now, where I am just a little less sold on the lack of a stem on this design is in calls because they use beamforming to try to figure out what your voice is and what's not your voice and, you know, reject everything else. But the stems actually give them almost like a shotgun microphone capability where to me always those that's given the best experience. And because this is far from your mouth, and there's no sort of directionality to it. It's not quite as good. I've had people tell me when I'm making calls that I sound like I'm in a car Bluetooth system. I think at best, that's the best compliment I've gotten on them. And at worst, sort of that it was muddy and indistinct and nowhere nearly as clear as something like the AirPods Pro, which has those stems, but I think maybe also a better computational system behind it. And it's not the same as a call, obviously, because no network involved. But this is what the Beats Studio Buds microphone sounds like recording directly into my iPhone. And this is what the AirPods Pro sound like recording just as directly into the same iPhone. And as a computational aspect, that's actually one of the most interesting parts to me. You know, ever since 2016, when Apple deleted the headphone jack and announced the original AirPods, they announced custom silicon to go along with it. Originally the W1 chip before W moved over to be a watch chip. And now the H1 chip, the headphone chip that's been powering all the AirPods, AirPods Pro, AirPods Max. Since then, these do not use any of that. The chipset itself is extremely unique, so it offers the dual native compatibility with iOS and Android. Pairing is super simple, as simple as you can expect for an Apple product. You just open it up, it pops up, tap connect, and you're done. And for Android, so that you have the option of using just one bud at a time if you want to, each bud will be connected separately. And that means you do lack some features. For example, you get spatial audio because that's gonna be available on every set of headphones, AirPods or not, but you don't get the head tracking spatial audio because that requires the sensors uh, from the AirPods to do that sort of math between where your head is in time and space and where the, the uh, iPad or iPhone is in time and space. But also Apple has been updating their AirPods. And so I don't know if these have the same sort of silicon clout, silicon capability, to do any of those things or to keep getting updates the way that AirPods have been getting. I mean, substantial crunchy updates. But Beats is doing this to sort of straddle the world, to not be too Apple-y, 
but to also be of service, greater service to Android uh, customers, which is interesting positioning for Apple, especially since some people assumed as Apple made more and more AirPods, you know, as they made the base model and as they made the noise-canceling higher-end model and as they made the -the over-the-ear max model, that they'd be slowly phasing out Beats. But it looks like instead of phasing out, they're just moving over and providing, instead of identical features in other form factors, like around the ear, on the ear, over the ear, they're now differentiating them also based on functionality. And primarily that functionality is just being the best cross-platform solution they can be. So with the Beat Studio Buds, you get up to two charges and 24 hours of listening time, all from a case that fits in your pocket. And you can see another example of that with USB-C. This is not using Lightning the way that AirPods use it or previous generations of Beats have used it. This is using USB-C, which maybe is inconvenient for people who only or primarily use an iPhone and have an abundance of lightning cables available to them, but it is much more convenient for Mac owners, new iPad Air or recent iPad Pro owners, and certainly Android and a vast majority of other consumer electronic owners who have that same abundance, but of USB-C cables instead. Now, I realize it might sound like the Studio Buds are missing a bunch of features when compared to the AirPods Pro. Things like that 10 audio core system in package, the sensors that lets them do head tracking for spatial audio, even the inductive charging case, this case charges only via USB-C. Also that seamless switching between all of your iOS devices, which is sometimes a blessing and sometimes just a way overly promiscuous curse. But when you look at the price, the price compared to even the base level AirPods, which come in, you know, Apple suggested retail price, 159 without the inductive charging case, 199 with it, and then AirPods Pro, which are 249. These, the Beat Studio Buds start at 149. And for me, that's delivering quite a lot of value. If I had to choose, I mean, if I was just only going to use them indoors when sitting down and not doing much when listening to primarily mono audio or trying to get that full-on theater experience, I would still choose the AirPods Pro. But if I'm using these to go out and about, moving around anything that requires them to stay in my ears, or if blaster to my head, I had to only choose one, these have enough of the features that I really want, plus the fit that I really need to do things like going out and about, that it would be just a complete non-brainer for me at least to go with the Studio Buds. Now, with the smallest true wireless headsets, you're gonna want, need, the best nationwide coverage in America to hook up your calls with. That way, all you have to worry about is the handset, not your connection, not the network, because Ting, and they've got this scorching hot new deal, Set 12, that gives you 12 gigabytes of data with unlimited talk and text for just $35 a month. You can even get unlimited for $45 a month, whatever you need. Just go to renee.ting.com to check out their plans and see how much you can save. Maybe even enough to take a chunk out of the cost of this new set of earbuds. Plus, Ting works with pretty much any phone from the latest iPhone 12 to Samsung, Pixel, even LG, and yeah, I know, RIP. And you keep your existing phone, keep your existing number if you want to, because the next generation of Ting Mobile is here. So seriously, go see how much you could save and, and get $25 off. Just click on the link below or go to renee.ting.com and get $25 off. And clicking on that link really helps out this channel. Hit this video above to see what Apple has coming our way in the next generation of AirPods, or hit this video personally selected for you by the YouTube algorithm, and then let me know who chose best, human or machine, and I'll see you in that next video.